Bangladesh. This is Eric Bernacchio, not Steve. Little bitch had to work tonight, or so he says. He's probably massaging Mal's foot, but um, just, one. just one, just one, just the left one. She's always in pain in the left one. The right one's always all, all good. So Steve could not be here today. This is Eric and Ryan. Uh, thank you. Wow, right on cue. There's only two people on this podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, you got us, you got the dynamic duo. I don't I've heard a couple internet names for us, the the mighty two. Um, you know, chat zaddies, the sequel. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Twins, which is often confusing with my kind of natural title, but the internet does crazy things and the last episode we had the two of us we literally broke the internet i think we had maybe 16 listens so that was pretty epic yeah i think to be more accurate we probably had about 50 which i think stands as our all-time most listened podcast hear that double digits mom look ma no hands (laughs) we made it we really did make it. But yeah, Steve is burning the midnight oil, getting ready for baby girl. Um, I actually don't think he's working. I feel like he just bailed on us. Yeah, I Probably think Mal said, your breath still stinks. Get another tonsillectomy. They didn't get enough. You got to burn <laughs> some more off. <laughs> Go carve out some more of his throat. <laughs> he's going to come back and literally have no esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we wish him well i really it really is kind of crazy that my brother just got like a tonsillectomy randomly he doesn't want to act like it's a big deal and like i get it you have tonsil stones but it's it's a little bit strange and we're not judging you steve i'm just saying like it's rare it seemed very sudden to me like very accelerated one day we're talking about Steve's bad breath. <laughs> I feel like we're really, really harping on his bad breath. But his breath is fine. It his was breath one is time. Fine. The guy I, chewed I talked to him close time. a lot. His breath is fine. You shared <laughs> a womb with him for nine months. Look, um, after some, you know, good Italian salume, um, you know what I mean? Some good um, uh, prosciutto, some good... Uh, dry aged uh you Mozzar- know hot- a little mozzarella exactly sopraceta gabagool yeah your breath is gonna smell like a fucking horse's ass <laughs> um you had the fucking sharp provolone on there a little bit aged my mom oh, likes it aged she goes oh, to Wegmans forget- for that shit don't forget the broccoli uh, rob uh, if you get the broccoli rob you better forget about it you fucking sprinkle on the bacala from nona nona make nona make you're screwed and your breath is going to fucking smell. But that doesn't mean the next day you get your tonsils out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we really do on his multiple surgery surgeries that, you know, have to occur after this because of, because he will inevitably eat a tuna fish sandwich uh, (laughs) after this. We do pray for his esophagus and. um, Love him. Yeah. Love him. We do love him. We, he's a good guy. He, he's recovering. He, he has, his voice is still a little bit faint. So this is probably good. He can, yeah. can recover and come back brand new next week. 
So my dude, Ryan, you are in your basement that my dude, Ryan, that was such a Steve line, but you know, I'm trying to fulfill that role here. Yeah. You're in your basement. You are not on your work outing. This is true. I am in my basement. I had planned to be in Montana this week for four days on a retreat. Such an interesting locate. I'm assuming that was like, I forget if we mentioned this, like near a national park or something. I have no idea. (laughs) I mean, it's not worth going into, but I'm working with other people on projects up there. So that's why we're meeting up there. But the long and short of it is... That was so top secret. Like you really can't fucking know the business of my organization, motherfucker. (laughs) Unless you donate. (laughs) In which case, I will tell you what we do. A minimum amount of $50,000. Then you can come to Montana and figure out... All right. Um, Last week, there was an all staff retreat, which I also was invited onto. Obviously, I'm part of the staff. But months ago, when it came to light that I had these two different retreats back to back weeks, of course, you know, talk with the wife. And the decision was made that I should choose one. And so I chose the smaller, more intimate retreat, mostly because uh, I've been to Colorado. I probably will be back to Colorado at some point because Sarah and I really loved it there. Um, Montana, am I ever going to get to Montana again? I don't know. So here's a great opportunity for me to go to Montana for free, honestly. But it seems like the worst pick to me, even, but you know what? You are diversifying your portfolio. So I do understand that. Okay. Yep. So Actually, it might be the better pick because I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. So the rest of my about, um, I think we have about 140 people in our organization. I think about 100 ended up going on the all staff retreat. And it ended on Thursday and Sunday evening. I got a text from the woman who was leading our retreat, the one I was about to go on, which said basically that several people on the previous retreat had tested positive for COVID upon returning home. Now there were a lot of people from that retreat that were then coming on my retreat. Basically she was just like, I'm reaching out to everyone to tell them this. We're going to have a virtual option. Like, I just want everyone to like, think about this. Like some of you are going to travel across the country. You're going to hang out with people who just were at this retreat could have been a super spreader event. We don't know. Yeah. And so, you know, I sat down with Sarah and I'm just like, you know, we have a five month old. I already feel bad enough leaving my wife with three kids, one of which is. Well, now that they gave you the option. Yeah. And it clearly when when the option exists, it's clearly not going to be the same kind of event anymore. Right. It's like, you know, it's the beginning of the end. Exactly. So she was as kind as can be and understand she pretty much said to me like. I oh wow! I don't know why knows. I said that. You know, Sarah's listening. Jesus, kind. Oh, no, 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 not Jesus Sarah. Christ. She ain't kind. I'm talking about the woman who ran the retreat. I'm just saying oh. when I told her I wasn't coming. Oh wow! I thought gracious. you were talking about your lovely wife. Listen, it was Mother's Day that this happened on. I was spoiling the shit out of her, but I was referring to this woman, not her um i love it okay okay listen i didn't go here's the one little tidbit that 
I feel so bad about it. actually there's two things. My flight was 700 plus dollars, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, what? I was wondering if the company was just going to pay for it. Or do you get credit? So it's a great question. I don't really know. It's kind of unresolved. The flight credits are in my name. Ah. Uh, I don't know what you do about that. Are they going to really ask me to like pay them back? I don't know. No, no, no. You're good now. you really but are I, good. I think, you know, Sarah and I are going to her cousin's wedding in Maine in October. So we're kind of like, oh, this worked out really nicely. <laughs> uh, that is your money. When a company decides to change the plans, that's right. on them. Exactly. So that's the one thing. The other thing. I was going to leave Tuesday morning. My flight was at 7.30 a.m. I had called for a taxi service to pick me up at 5.30 in the morning. 5.30 in the morning, I get a phone call. And I'm like, why am I getting a phone call at 5.30 in the morning? You forgot to cancel it. So I deny it. Calls back again. And now I'm sort of more awake and I'm looking at the number and it's a local number. And I look at the time and it's 530 and I just suddenly dawns on me like, fuck, I never canceled the taxi. So I grab the phone, run out of the room because obviously the baby's sleeping in there. I go in our living room, peek out the window. And of course, there's a fucking van at the edge of my driveway. So I like swallow my pride, answer the phone. And he's like, oh, taxi, sir, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I am so sorry, but I'm not going on this trip. So I, I don't need a taxi. And he's like, what? You, you don't need taxi? Oh, that's fucked wow. up. Wow. Okay. Wow. He cut that. Had an indescribable accent. Cut that. Sorry. <laughs> you can cut it. I don't care. Here, um, you want to start it over? Listen, <laughs> say, just say. He was a foreign guy. Okay. I, I'm sorry for doing the accent. It's fine. But, um, hey, you were imitating what you heard. That's not I know. discriminatory. And again, he just to end this, he hung up on me. <laughs> he was like, wait, wait you don't need. And then, and then I, was I, like, I would have I definitely given him a 20. Okay. So that's what I was also thinking. I was like, shit, do I have any cash that I can just like run out to him just because I feel bad. And then everything just was happening so fast. It's five 30 in the morning. I don't have my glasses on my con I'm in. Pyjama. And then next thing I know, he's pulling away down the street. I get a phone call from an 800 number, which I'm assuming is like the company number probably to like yell at me. I don't know what they were going to do. They didn't have my credit card information. Yeah, they're never going to get your card, honestly. Right. So I just feel super bad because this guy woke up so early. He didn't take other jobs. Anyway, it was just such a shitty feeling. And then I went back to bed. Didn't think about it again. (laughs) Look, in the scheme of things, 20 bucks was never going to make his life, you know, just like better. I know, but it was probably the nice thing. To I know. Do. I really, I should have done it. I, it was just, it was all happening so fast. Oh, really, dude. Early. Like, I, I don't. If I were to look at my wallet, there's definitely no cash. Oh, like, no. I would have no. been taking it from our kids' piggy bank. Honestly, that's the only place there's cash that's in my house. Really funny. Anyway, so let's get a piggy bank. I guess when they can actually be like coherent, huh? Yeah, yeah. So. What's new with you, buddy? 
What's going on? What's new with me? Uh, this week's a little bit busy. Um, annoyingly busy. My boss has just been like including me on uh, more. Uh, I don't know why I'm getting into work stuff. Just in case he listens. I love you, Ian. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Ian. Hey there. He's a good dude. Um I yeah, work's been kind of busy. We had Mother's Day. I do think my first Mother's Day was kind of like a phoned in. I just wasn't you were I, I was overwhelmed every, all the whole weekend. I had like very deep, crazy anxiety. Like Friday night, I had like a meltdown. Friday night, you had a meltdown about like what what caused it? I think because California is coming up. Literally, we're traveling Tuesday next week. So I guess oh, you right. and Steve might have an episode. True. Um, no, Wednesday next week. Sorry. And like just traveling with a baby and just like having nothing planned. And it just like hit me all at once. I just feel like there's no free time to do anything. Like we bought a new slide for his playset like outside the little playground area. I'm like, I have to put the slide together. And I feel like I don't have time to do that. Cause like I have, I need to like do actual shit around the house. So I think it was just like the lack of time. And then like just little things were hitting me. Like I haven't seen or talked. Well, I mean, I text him, but Sean, I haven't seen Sean in so long. It's just like, then I get like this weird guilt, like, wow, I'm just not a good friend. So it was all hitting me at once. Yeah, like, at first you're like, fuck, like you're just so sent. And then you're like, and Sean, I just haven't seen Sean in so long. My mind goes specific. There's other people involved in that scenario. Like, I, I haven't talked to Matt Hunt in a while. Like, why haven't I DM'd him? You know? I'm such You're a about to go like Jamey on on us right yeah, there. I was, I was, but anyway, um, I was very overwhelmed this weekend. So yeah, I do think I could have. I mean, we had a brunch. We had like mimosas. I invited my mom over too, which was nice. Um, got a little like personalized phone case for her with like Luca's photos on it that said like "I love you, mom." I think she liked that, but. Do you yeah. think do you think Dana felt like it didn't live up to any sort of no, I think she was fine with it. I think she totally enjoyed it. I just think like I don't know. I could have just been more present. <laughs> I was tired. Yeah. To be honest. Like I mean, the whole weekend. Yeah. But after entertaining my parents and then her dad and stepmom stopped over. It was just like, all right, after his second nap, it's kind of just like us and the fam, like hanging out, which is what she wanted. Cause like my aunt invited us over and we're like, no, no, no. Like that would be great. But we really just want to stay home for mother's That's day. Good. So it was just us. And it was a pretty nice day on Sunday after all that rain on Saturday. So it was like, let's go for a walk. So we went for a walk. It was a really long one. She just kept on saying like, oh my God, this is what I needed. Like it was one of those weekends that felt like it was very pandemic-y because I guess the rain. Um, so we were enjoying our walk. 
and um, some craziness happened. <laughs> so I see a guy getting into his car, a Jeep. Um, Jeep fam, love the Jeep family out there. Um, and the lady is behind him. And I honestly thought it was like people saying goodbye to each other because it's Mother's Day. Like, you know, yeah. Okay. This guy was visiting somebody. Can you just tell me what street this is? Since obviously I might know. This is Bon Air and Kent. Okay. So okay. we're kind of on the other side of the creek, closer to 70. Mm-hmm. Which Kent over there is a really nice area. A house just sold there for five seventy five. Absolutely fucking bonkers. It does have a basement. There's a few like basements on huh. Kent. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the kind of like the other side of Bonaire, so that side of Kent, and that's a little bit like. Let's just call it what it is. It's a little bit trashy. Um, they go to friendlies, you know what I mean? Like a lot. <laughs> and it really piss our viewers off because I uh, said going to friendlies was trashy and everybody got down my throat about that. But I stand by it. It's trashy. Being trashy doesn't mean it's the chicken tenders and honey mustard isn't fucking good and the ice cream isn't good, but it is trashy. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so the guy's in the car and I'm thinking they're saying bye. And then she says, and I had to write some of this down, so I have to go to my note. She says, um, I heard him get loud. And I was like, whoa. I could tell, like, all of a sudden, this is aggressive. Like, this isn't, like, a somebody leaving a house. And um, she, she said, why don't you hit me again? Because she literally looked at us, and I could tell she wanted to get loud. Like, she wanted to make a scene. So why don't you hit me again? And she's holding her like, she's holding her left arm, but clearly she doesn't look injured. I'm not trying to shame any victims, (laughs) but like, she just doesn't look injured. And, um, and he says, he sees us. And I swear they're just like, they're putting on a show there. The show is beginning. And he says, take your medicine. (laughs) She says, why didn't you hit my arm again? Huh? Squeeze it. Or how about you strangle me again? And I was like, oh, fuck. Strangle is kind of severe. That's like like life-threatening, like an yeah. arm. You know what I mean? We've all grabbed an arm accidentally, but like, you know, yeah. strangling. I mean, unless it's during, uh, we won't get into that. But, um, <laughs> and then he says, take your medicine. I just want to, I just want to point out for the listeners um, <clears throat> what I'm seeing right now, which is that Eric clearly wanted the details of this story. So he, it's very obvious to me, he's looking at his phone where he probably typed up the story. So oh, he does not forget the lines. I need, you know, I'm going to forget the specifics. And oh, I appreciate Dana, it. I just want to say we ended the situation. Dana said, should we do something? And I said, we need to move one and two. I need to say this on the podcast. And she was like, you're right. She was like, this is actually great material. She said, why don't you hit my arm again? Squeeze it, blah, blah, blah. And they repeated this. Why don't you hit me again? Take your medicine really loudly 10 times. And he starts starting up the car and she grabs a brick paver 
And I'm like, do not throw it at that glass. Because if you throw it at the glass of the car, then I'm like, I'm obliged to call. Obligated to call. That's, I mean, neighborhood watch Ryan would have already had the police. I was going to ask you, you probably would call the police after this, but I was trying to make some common sense of this. And I said, if he was really, I'm not saying he didn't abuse her because right, look, right. like maybe he did grab her arm inappropriately, but like if he was really abusing her badly, why would he be the one leave? Yeah. I'm yeah. not. And I, I swear this is going to come out wrong, but like you should never justify hitting somebody just because you leave the scene. You know what I mean? But right, it just seemed like she was a little, being uh exaggerating what was going on because there was other people present yes i i hear that and as a victim of domestic abuse myself um, (laughs) you know how that word impacts me um you did the right thing continue yeah so as he starts the car and i see the brick in her hand i say dana cross the street please with the baby she's strolling around luca and I'm like directing her like with my hands and uh, she throws it. Now she strategically kind of like limps a throw at the bumper and there's clearly like no real even bang or damage. So I'm like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And she's like, don't come back here. Abuser. And he says, take your medicine. And she says, abuser and again repeated 10 times abuser take your medicine and then (laughs) it's like the trash just keeps getting trashier and then she says don't you come back here go take care of your autistic son (laughs) oh my god i'm like okay great so there's kids involved in this which i have seen a little girl not little probably middle school like playing outside with her dog at that house. And that just makes me, it's all funny. Cause like, yes, trashy people are funny, but like there's kids involved and it is sad. And we find out his name is Joe. Cause like, she's saying that she's like, don't come back here, Joe. And he said, take your medicine. So we're kind of cracking up, kind of shook, kind of like, what should we do? But she like walks in just fine. So we're like, I was like, look, I don't think it's the appropriate one. We have the baby and like, I really don't want to be caught up in a police investigation. Two, it's like, there's nothing that I saw that was wrong other than an argument, you know? So I I really don't know what to do in that scenario. Would you really have called 911? No, based on your story, I don't think I would have. Like, I think the brick was could have been the line could have been a bad scenario (laughs) yeah but um based on what you said i mean i don't think i would have either but oh that's crazy obviously their house is right on the corner of bonaire so it's a for those that don't know that street is an access point to route 70 which is obviously an access point to everywhere we go so we clearly passed this house and we passed the house joe Joe was at the house the next morning because Dana passed it. Of course he was. Popping off Luca. And then I passed again. Joe was mowing the lawn. (laughs) She took her meds. So she said, hey, grass is long, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you here? (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, it's just it's just the life, the life, the life that we live. Um, and we are just truly blessed to not have <laughs> such issues. Hopefully, don't get to that point where we have those future issues as well. But yeah, that was um a really <laughs> funny highlight of our Sunday evening. Hopefully, funny and not too troubling. <laughs> Dana but, uh, left uh, on the walk saying, this is just what I needed. And did <laughs> this come is home just saying that? <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> um, well, I, I shot you a quick text about my walk today, uh, which included a nice, um, a nice view of my neighbor doing yard work with his uh, pistol on his hip. And I'm just like, it's just, you know, when you grow up in a state where you don't see that, Cause I think it's probably like illegal in New Jersey. I don't know what the gun laws are there, but I have to imagine they're more restrictive. And then you come down here and it's just like, it's not like I see people with guns all the time. I really don't. But once in a while I'll be at a gas station pumping and I see someone with a gun on their hip or. Okay. And even that, I don't, I'm not used to it either. Right. Cause yeah. of what you just said. But you are in public and you're traveling, so maybe you want to wear a gun. Right. I see. I, Even though I wouldn't gone. do it. But you're mowing your lawn. So you're really just doing it to show the neighbors, like, I got this covered. Don't you worry. <laughs> when the Armageddon happens and they all come into our neighborhoods, I'll be shooting them down. <laughs> <laughs> I now know whose house I'll, I'll be heading to. <laughs> knock, <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> you still got that pistol? Um, yeah, just a bizarre thing. I don't know. Very weird. But yeah. Hey, Virginia. So it is May 11th. And I don't know if you know this, but on Friday the 13th, somebody was born that day. Do you know? Absolutely. This person's birthday stands out to me very much because it's linked to prom. Was it on what were we May 13th prom? I'm going to say yes. Because I just said what I said. And someone will look it up and inevitably prove you wrong. Right. It was either prom day or prom weekend. Like his birthday was right there. Yeah, it might have been that weekend. But yeah, you're right. You're right. So it's Mark. Marcus. Mark Mark Vincent Tomasini. Mark Vincent Tomasini. The first rapper out of the 856. First and only, I think. Sorry, not sorry for the wait. No, I do think Mark Walker created an album. Mark um, Walker? Yeah. <laughs> His arch nemesis, because Mark Walker. Oh, yeah, yeah. We. I didn't even think of that. That's funny. Wow. I could tell that that was not where that you That wasn't thinking. on my mind, but it was like my mind was also like sabotage Mark at all costs. Mark Tomasini, of course. And I thought of Mark Walker, which is really kind of Derek-like and very evil. Um, But anyway, I thought we could, well, you know what? 
first play the tape. Happy, 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 happy birthday to you. That's right. It's Tomo's birthday. And I thought we could, I don't know, play an old fashioned game. You know what kind of game I'm thinking about, Ryan? Tell me what kind of game you're thinking about. Where we used to sit around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hear where you're going. And, you know, maybe just talk about something we like about somebody, but also maybe an area of improvement that we can see potential for them. So I thought because it's Mark's birthday, we could definitely, you know, as a birthday gift, kind of tell him something really great about him. And then maybe just kind of slightly call out, you know, if this was like a feedback cycle at work, like areas of improvement for next quarter, um, things like that. So again, you were told you don't like, you don't adapt to change very well. Yeah. Um, adjustment disorder, adjustment disorder. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I was told that by Paul, my last therapist. Now the world knows he wasn't a good fit. He was a good, he was a great guy, but, all right, you first All right, me. Um, yeah, we'll start with the positives. So you can go first. A positive about Mark. I think Mark, I don't know why I'm calling him, like, I'm saying it like Mark, Mark. Tomo. Tomo. Um, he's a loyal friend. I think he's a, he's, a loyal friend, you know, I think back, especially to high school, where I'm just going to say it, there were times where we were kind of dicks to him. Like, he always had the fact that he came in late working against him. He was in another friend group and got kind of booted from that one. And then (laughs) globbed on to us. (laughs) <laughs> I don't really know how that happened. And it's I'm definitely going to have a rebuttal to this. <laughs> I'm grateful that it happened. Maybe honestly explain that someday. Wow. That's actually, I think mine, I was going to say something similar. He's always going to be there for you, but like what a blessing that he came into our lives. And I know this is like kind of sappy because all of my friends, I feel like that, but wow, did my probe just become standard for everybody I've ever met? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but like he he creates such a life. Like he he can be the life of the party. He can be the life of the sporting event. Like he really is um, someone that you know, will, someone that you know is there. <laughs> if you're at some place you know tomo was also there (laughs) he makes things we've done very memorable and it's not always because it was a really positive situation it's not always positive (laughs) but it's gonna be the thing we we're talking about 10 years later but exactly when when i'm older i mean i'm already older than 10 years before right but when i'm really older i'm gonna remember some of the crazy shit tomo said and I'm going to be so happy I was there for that moment. When Because it was, it's really like, uh, you know how like a white lie doesn't really mean anything as a lie. It, like these negative events 
for the most part, there's been some bad occasions, <laughs> for the most part, don't really kind of have any long-term negative no. effects. I mean, in the yeah. moment, we were probably like, what the fuck is happening? A shoe just flew across the fucking room. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but looking back now, 15 years later, God, 15 years later, we were 20, which means we're in college, which means it was more than 15 years. That's, uh, that's... Like maybe 25. I just, can I just aside really quick? It's the year 2022, which means kids that are graduating from college this year were born in the year 2000. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. We're getting to that age where we can't relate to anybody. Oh my God. And it actually is very um, common for me. This is where I realize, I know we're giving a little uh, side story here, but it's like with style and like fashion, yeah. I started noticing the other day, like, I don't know if you realize this with like either your parents or just someone who was older than you. Like I always remember my mom, like when she was going out and I thought like, you know, she was dressed up and my mom's beautiful. I obviously think she dresses well. (laughs) Ryan's giving some inappropriate physical remarks. And um, I always thought she looked good, but like, I always thought that style is such a mom style. You know, and she'd have like, I don't know, a blouse or something like that. Right, right, Perfect. Long chain or something. Yep. And now I'm looking and the kids are having like very baggy, (laughs) the kids, Jesus Christ. Our listeners are just laughing at us right now. Like very like weird fitted clothes. And I think we brought up, got brought up into like, you know, wear some tightness around your arms a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I'm used to. Like, aren't right. you? Like if you have yeah. a t-shirt, don't you want it to be tight around your arms? Um, eh. for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. The bag. I'm not saying like Tomo kind of style, Tomo style size. Absolutely. Small. Yes. His gorilla arms. That's another positive. Oh yeah. Um, his body. We have to talk about his body. His body's great. Bronze bod. Um, so but I found it that like people wear loose clothes now and I'm like, am I dressed like someone who they can just tell like that guy is a dad. Like, I'm not even saying like a dad, but just like someone who that, that look is outdated. (laughs) (laughs) I think that I'm just not even around people enough that would have that type of opinion. That is also true. We don't get out at all. One is parents and two like, lifestyle now like you don't get out right like i'm not going to bars or the concerts or like clubs or anything where that type of judgment might happen so but i absolutely agree with you it's we're getting old buddy but yeah back to mark sorry mark back to marcus um how do we talk about his body really quick (laughs) um from the very start He's always been someone where we've always commented about like his his rock solid well, body. He's always got the abs. He's always had the abs. There was a there was a period. <laughs> now I'm bringing him down, but there was a period where he's a little chunky. But like <laughs> it was only a few months, bro. It happens. It's probably after a breakup or something. Like let's give him the benefit. I gained the freshman nineteen, so don't don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I've never had a solid eight pack. So, Bob, um, fucking Bob. Um, Bob, I miss Bob. Should we? Really he, he can really pull. I mean, I just think it's inevitable as we get older. I mean, unless you're Steve, like, you know, I, think I thought I about the, the, the other day, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves to like <laughs> work out and look good and lose weight. And you know what? We're fucking married. We and also kids. not to toot our own horns, but. I see dads that are supposedly my age, and I'm yeah. like, what in the hell happened yeah, to you, Carl? We're doing pretty well. <laughs> no, I'm just using an arbitrary. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but, like, it's just like, you know. We're doing do, okay. Do you have dairy every night? Like, what's up with that? You know what I mean? Like, even though I don't go to the gym all the time anymore, it's just like. Yeah. I'm not going to let myself go. It's very true. And, you know, one, one other thing about Mark's body is just, I've always been impressed with, sorry, I just want to bring it back to that. I've always been impressed with like, like just the other day, he sent a picture of himself in shorts and they're always a little shorter than I might. Yeah. Pull out. And I just think he pulls off a short, short pretty well. So I was just like I said to Steve in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Steve said, you pull off a hat. Well, if you do it enough, you will pull it off. The first time he wore short shorts, it was shocking to the eye. It was yeah. like, oh, those are white thighs. <laughs> and then he blinding. starts to get some more sunlight on them. Yeah. He's got the, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the Peloton. So he's definitely oh, yeah. you know, working those babies. Yep. Um, and then it becomes normal. So Ryan, why don't you join the short short crew next? I, I, I did buy a pair or two um, of beach like board shorts that are shorter. I was taking like we have board shorts are never going to be classified as short board. When I think of board shorts, I think of like the ones below your knee with like right. flowers on them. <laughs> I said, right. Well, that's technically like most of what I had kind of they're not below my knee, but they're like kind of getting to almost knee length. Yeah. You gotta get them. It's gotta be right above the knee. Even yeah. that's not considered short, but it looks good. Right. Um, I, I just looked at mine and I have, we have an upcoming trip to ocean city in the, in mid June. And I was just like, these are just too long. I, I can't, I need to update this. You so, know, what's so funny, like any young listener, which who knows if there's a young listener is just like, Nope, that's not in style. Everything they said is wrong. <laughs> Don't listen to this. We, we wear um, long pants now to the beach <laughs> to hide our gender. <laughs> I'm just playing. I, anybody can be any gender, obviously. I'm just making fun of Gen Z all. Um, I'll also say that. <laughs> He's still on his body. No, no, no. I was ready to move on from that. I'm avoiding one topic related to his body that has been folklore over the years. Everyone in our group knows. Yeah, we can't avoid that. We but can. just the fact that I said this, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, we'll let the ladies' minds wander. Um, also, cheekbones. Um, oh. Yeah, really nice cheekbones. Yeah, Me and Ryan were actually having a conversation pre-record. Um, we were... Yeah, Eric's... I, I was personally admiring my jawline. I thought it looked good at this angle. And then I said, if it wasn't for these pudgy fucking cheeks, I would be killing it. And, um, you know, Tomo's never had to worry about that. 
unfortunately. Well, not for me, but fortunately for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's bring him down a notch and just say, not great hair. Never had, never, hair was never a thing that we said. Oh, here's the thing. It's actually, a, it's actually something I heard. You can't have it all. You really can't. Sure. Like, I, I got to tell myself that sometimes. Like, I'm just like, I have, well, one, not look wise, like a blessed life. I have, I have nice hair, right? But yeah. I'm short, you know, I got, I got some other issues. Like, it's just like, anxiety (laughs) well we all have anxiety (laughs) ryan sits out back with a fucking sleeping bag on (laughs) to deal with his anxiety when he could just have a fucking drink but no he doesn't want to puke this is good anyway so okay areas of improvement (laughs) why don't you kick us off there so top of my head i don't know (laughs) no (laughs) I um I, I really do think Tomo can work on just being uh, more vulnerable, which I know is kind of a weird thing to say because the Tomo that we think of in a lot of our memories is like somebody who's so free to say anything that's on his mind. Um, but I do think, you know, with age, vulnerability might go down because you're just trying to say maybe the cool thing and all that kind of stuff. But I just think he should just you know, be himself more and just kind of be goofy and be free and not send me short texts back just to be cool. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay, there it is. Fuck. Oh my God. So here we just, <laughs> we, we just got to, the we goal. got to the purpose of the game. <laughs> so tell us about this. So Tom, so you'll text Tom or something that he won't text back enough. No, no, no. I'm so guilty of this, Rye. Like, I don't text anybody now that I have a fucking kid. So I am much to blame. I just think, like, I'm just like, wow, my friends just don't like me anymore as much. Do you, um, look. Wow, this is going to be deep. Okay, let's go. Do we get, we get real on this podcast, right? And (laughs) Mark is one of our best friends. I know he's going to listen to this. I know his girlfriend is probably going to listen to this too. Allie's going to have a therapy session after hearing all this with him. But I just wonder, do you, do you think um, there has been some sort of change in, in Tomo since he like bought the house, for example? Yeah, maybe he probably he probably feels more pressure to be uh, re- responsible for things, don't you think? Just like we yeah. all do. Well, of course, there's a level of responsibility when you now own a home that I'm sure, you know. You know what I feel before. so bad for Tomo, though, about? Here's what I actually was thinking about the other day. He met a great girl. Hi, Allie. And unfortunately the timing kind of sucks with like hangouts and stuff. One pandemic two, we all started having kids. You had kids, but like, yeah, it just kind of sucks. Like the lack of, you know, double dates and all that kind of going out to Philly. And yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like I'm just letting him down. Like, I'm just like, I can't be there to be that younger, not younger, but just like different time of my life, even though I want to be. Like if wow. 
So I'm literally just recording this just so we can hear it. Tomo, I still love you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. It is funny to think like if Ali and Tomo met at a different point in all of our lives, how different her experience would be with all of us just because. Exactly. I'm sure she's like, Tomo's like, oh, Eric's funny. You can't wait to meet him. And she's like, he's kind of fine, funny. Yeah. Like I've seen funnier. Yeah, I, I should probably show her some videos next time. <laughs> no, she can't see the videos. <laughs> no, I, I I think Allie's been great. And I think she's she's definitely gotten a great dose of us all. But like, it's it's just different. Like, even if we didn't have kids, times are fucking rough right now. Yeah, but yeah the COVID All part. I was saying with that was just like, I feel for them. Like, I, I don't know. I just... I have deep empathy for people. I hear you, buddy. Um, but one thing I'm a little concerned about with him is um, <clears throat> I wonder, he he seems to have gotten even more conservative recently. He has, yeah. Yeah, something's driving that. And that's, I want him to know that's okay. You can have whatever views you want. I've said this before and I will say it again. I don't care your views because I personally think if I'm friends with you and I know you, we probably have the same views about more important needs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're just directing our, you know, maybe fears or maybe, you know, dramatic debates towards one area. So I don't care what it is, but yeah, maybe he's a little bit lost in the conservative sauce. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe <clears throat> I picture that like, he bought a house. So he probably got like a um, Captain O'Brien, Lieutenant O'Brien, like lounge chair in his house. And just kind of, you know, it gets to be like eight o'clock and Ali's getting a little sleepy and Tomo will put on Fox News and just like sip on a scotch and just watch Hannity. Don't see that. I would love to know. I would love to know if that's the truth because I think he doesn't drink scotch every night anymore. Oh, good for him. But it's his birthday. He's turning 35. Like, what the fuck? 35. That's actually, that's fucking insane. We're going to be 40 before we know it. <laughs> but then I'm like, okay. I don't want to die. I really think there's going to be a little bit of like a renaissance in our forties. Like, okay, the kids are a little bit yeah. more grown up. Like who wants to go to Mexico? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Yeah. I just think like, you know, Tomo's going to have two kids, right? He's not married yet. Kids going to come a little bit after that. He's not just going to have one kid. He's going to have two. He's going to be like 40 by the time he has a second kid. So while we're all, out partying in fucking Cabo with the 20 year olds and wear the old fucking farts in our long board shorts. Yeah, um, but his mom is like the best. She'll be like, no, give me the baby. I'm good. You got you go on your trip. You know what I mean? And she'll pay for his trip too. Exactly. Mama Sue's got him covered. Like he's good. He's good. Oh my gosh. Poor Mark. We we've literally spent like 20 minutes on him. Happy birthday, buddy. We love you. Honestly, you are a blessing to our lives, period. A true blessing. Love you, bro. With that, 
we're going to end the Ryan and Eric twins episode that a lot of you have asked for and we finally gave you. Um, and I think the leave behind really here is don't go to super spreaders if you have a kid under one month. Um, really thank your friends for being in your life and celebrate their birthdays and um, don't abuse your wives or women <laughs> and also take your medicine just take it take your fucking medicine just take your fucking medicine and mow the damn lawn so you don't have and to mow the back. lawn i gotta mow my fucking lawn right now that's what's also causing me anxiety we'll get there we will you know what it's just gonna grow back it's just gonna grow back it's kind of a metaphor for life anyway wow i love that you know what won't grow back your vast deference <laughs> and steve's tonsils are probably growing back as we speak and that's why he's gonna get another tonsillectomy <laughs> anyway right i'm signing out have a great night everybody or week whatever whenever you listen to this and look forward to um the other set of twins, Steve and Ryan, next week. The one that nobody asked for. Correct. Bye bye. Happy. Happy. <laughs> was that not good? <laughs> it was so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we got to redo it. <laughs> Happy, 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 happy birthday, Mark Vincent Tomasini. Wow. That was not as good as I thought it was going to be. Oh.